Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three. Hey, everybody, Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. I'm Jason with Lex and Dawn. Don't forget, if you can't listen to us live, listen to us later in podcast form. Go ahead and download that app. Sign up for listener rewards as well. You can actually win stuff for listening to my talk. And uh, we have a new contest coming up a little bit later or a little bit. Uh, well, it's launching kind of today. Yeah, you can sign um, up on the app starting at noon. App, app Madness. Do you want to ex- you want to explain it, Lex? You, yeah. you did a great job at the beginning of the show. Yeah, of course. So uh, have you signed up for our app yet? That's the first Step one in all of this, make sure you sign up because um, you starting at noon and uh, you can enter to win tickets to our 20th anniversary bash, which will be at Lush in July. And um, let me see, get, get the exact date here because I want to make sure that you have this on your calendar. So here we go. It is on um, oh, wait, do we have July, July 21st? That's it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so starting on Monday, we will be announcing at 8 a.m. on our show uh, the winner. The winner will get a pair of tickets to the birthday bash. Now, there will be four winners every day. Each show, 11 on Donna and Steve, 2 p.m., Colleen and Bradley, and at 5 with Lori and Julia. So four daily winners will win a Two tickets to our 20th birthday bash at Lush. So sign up on our app, and it's very easy to do that. You don't have to be listening to win. Of course, we'll call you and let you know, um, but it should be a lot of fun, and we're, we have a big party plan, don't we, Jace? Very big. Very, very big. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you're going to want to be there, and this is an easiest way. This is the the way to do it. So go, uh, go get ready, and uh, hopefully we'll be calling your name for mm-hmm. App Madness. Another big thing happening is uh, in conjunction with the 20th anniversary of the station is obviously the 20th anniversary of Lori and Julia, and they will be celebrating today. Uh, it was really last week, but you heard the promos. It was funny. Lori uh, took a vacation, didn't know, thanks to Rocco. Um, Rocco, once again, uh, comes through and realized the exact broadcast date, debut date for Lori and Julia. So it's 20 years and one week. So today's episode of their show will be really special. I'm sure they're going to have a lot of surprises. Um, I know Grant has some stuff up his sleeve. So uh, make make sure you listen to that. But we thought it would be appropriate, uh, given the fact that the girls, um, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have a station, is uh, to remember some of our favorite uh, episodes and adventures with Lori and Julia. (laughs) And obviously, you know, um, for us, when it comes to those two, other than the story that we told you at seven and um, you can go listen to that uh, in the podcast. The other one that floats to the surface is obviously Donna Mills gate. And uh, it all started with a text message. Well, it all really started when Lori and Julia returned to the SAG awards. Um, They, they had been doing it for a while and they usually went like a day early because they love to go to the hotels. They love to have um, drinks at various bars 
um, you know, famous bars like the Four Seasons and the Beverly Hills Hotel. Well, I believe they were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and they sat with a woman that they thought was Knott's Landing star Donna Mills. And because of my enjoyment of the show, of that show, um, on a Friday night, I was at my in-laws and I had crashed over there and I'm half asleep and I get a text, a late night text message from Julia um, with a picture of those two and Donna Mills. She says, look, we met Donna Mills. So I came on the air on that Monday on our show and the whole weekend I had analyzed that photo because I obviously know Donna Mills pretty well, having stared at her face for 30 years. And I just kept thinking, this is not Donna Mills. So we turned it into a bit on our show and it just kind of grew from there because much to our surprise, the girls didn't back down. They really, really felt that this was Donna Mills and, and held to that story for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, so we're cutting this down a lot, but eventually um, <laughs> we kept giving them grief on our show. And eventually we thought it would be funny to actually get the real Donna Mills um, to call in and, and see if she, it would be something that she'd be even game to do. So I went on the old IMDB Pro and found out who Donna's agent is and sent an email. And to my surprise, um, to our surprise, she said yes. She thought it was funny. She did confirm, because I sent the photo to the agent, uh, she did confirm that the f- photo was not Donna. Donna Mills was not even around. <laughs> and um, at the time that Lori and Julia were in Hollywood. She was like overseas or something. She was somewhere, yeah. It was something ridiculous. Impossible. It didn't even it was, look like her. <laughs> no, it didn't even, no, it he wasn't. She's a pretty woman. Oh, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yes. But if you're new to our station and and... We know there's a few of you that are new came to us after the pandemic. Um, you should know that this woman sat with those knuckleheads for about an hour. I mean, just think about how much fun that lady had. Oh yeah. They gosh. do have pretty thick Minnesota accents. Yes. Can so, you imagine? I wish we could find yeah. her. Yeah. I mean, oh. that's 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 the thing you want yeah. is to talk to, to, to talk to her. But she sat with those knuckleheads and humored them for about an hour and never let on, never let on that she wasn't Donna Mills. And those two were talking to her about Knott's Landing. (laughs) They had drinks. Yeah, they had drinks and cocktails. (laughs) So when we devised the plan to have Donna Mills on, uh, of course, the station wanted to turn that into a big event on Lori and Julia. So Amy... Uh, put together a really fun promo to promote Donna Millsgate, the yes. finale, because um, we kept doing updates. Uh-huh. And and then finally, it was going to be the grand fin- It was going to be the season finale to speak in Knott's Landing vernacular. So I saved that promo. Here's the promo <gasps> yes. um, for Donna Millsgate. There have been many great cliffhangers in entertainment history. Who shot Jr.? Who killed Laura Palmer? And will Ross and Rachel end up together? We were on the break! But nothing compares to the biggest cliffhanger of all. Did Lori and Julia meet Knott's Landing star Donna Mills at the Polo Lounge in Los Angeles? Just got back from the Beverly Hills Hotel. Donna Mills was enchanted with Lori and I. Or... 
Did they meet a random woman in Beverly Hills who was too kind to tell these Minnesota goobers that she wasn't Donna Mills? She wasn't even Haley Mills from The Parent Trap. It's just so funny because we were there. I was there. But was Donna Mills there? I'm not coming between you two, am I? It's Lori and Julia against the entire My Talk air staff, except for Don McClain. You've seen the evidence on social media. Mary S2479 on Twitter. Um, no. That's not Donna Mills. Donna Mills Gate 2018. Did Lori and Julia actually meet Donna Mills or not? We know what we saw. We have eyes. You really are a glutton for losing causes, aren't you? Stay tuned to My Talk 1071 for late breaking developments. Hashtag Donna Mills Gate. <laughs> every time I uh, every every time I hear that, I think um, I wish I would have said ready or not. I always regret that writing in that promo. Um, and also, I always forget that. Uh, Dawn was the lone dissenter. Um, but I don't know if you really felt that way. Were you just I trying didn't to be know. the contrarian? I really didn't know because oh, I yeah. don't like, I would look at a picture of Donna Mills and then a picture of the woman. And I'm like, I can't tell, you know, the lighting. I just yeah. wanted to maybe give them the benefit of the doubt. Of the doubt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really a lot bad of time at, with her. So. People send us like ghost pictures to TCPS, the my paranormal team, and I'm like, I don't know. I always write back and go, Who knows? I I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's Donna Mills, and I don't know if that's a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that yeah, so we kept doing updates, and then finally the 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 grand finale of uh, of Donna Millsgate. So we were all we took over Lori and Julia's show. And it was their final hour, and all of us are in there. I mean, the entire My Talk air staff. And we had Donna waiting on the phone. And Lori and Julia, to this, to this moment, they have now, they've since told us, they still were pretty sure it was Donna that they sat with. Yeah. So then Donna Mills comes on the phone, lovely as ever. <laughs> um, and we did a drum roll, and then Donna revealed... That she was not there, that it was not Donna Mills. And Julia screamed, jokingly screamed, and we laughed. I, You probably could have heard the screaming and laughing from that radio studio in Kansas. Um, the, we screamed so loud because it was so funny. Donna delivered it. Mm. I wish I. it's not in the live. I don't know. Rocco, I'm sure, has it. I tried to find it last night. Um but the but the the way Donna delivered it was <laughs> oh. so perfect. Um, she had well, it's Donna Mills. She knows what she's doing. She delivered it in <laughs> such a great way, and it was such a mic drop moment. And then to hear the girls like Lori was legit like bummed. Julia was joking. Lori was legit, still a little suspicious. Oh yeah, still a little like no, it might have been you. And then that's when Donna said, "Ladies, I wasn't even in town. Yeah. wasn't it? I yeah, wasn't in she town. Do? She was like, sorry, wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah, because <laughs> Rocco turned that into a promo too. Wasn't me. Yeah. Um, but oh, uh, maybe, time. yeah, maybe I think hopefully, oh. you know, Rocco has it on his computer. Maybe Grant and Rocco found it because um, I'm sure it'll be mentioned um, today at three during oh, their show. Yeah. Um, maybe they be. found it because it was just such a oh so funny. such a fun moment for the. For the oh, show. So every time they come back from Sa- the SAG Awards, from the red carpet, and they're screaming, Minnesota, Minnesota, <laughs> just trying to get people to come. And oh yeah. my gosh, those were just classic. And I know there's a p- ton of those clips. Yeah. I hope from the SAG Awards. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh. Them, 
misnaming people and oh. screaming the wrong names. And, and, yeah. then, and then they were pushed off the red carpet, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They weren't allowed. They were just no, in they the were, bushes <laughs> they were, <laughs> before yeah. the red carpet starts. As they the HR director likes to say, they were allowed to succeed someplace else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Why wouldn't they want to lean into that? Come on. Yeah. Like, that's just ridiculous. Colleen just texted. She says, I think, I still think Lori thinks it's her. Yeah, I, Colleen. <laughs> oh, Colleen, love you. Uh, when we come back, it's the Dirt Alert. Stay with us. Five stars. That's how much Dr. Amy Hughes' patients love her work. The incredible five-star reviews for my friend Dr. Amy Hughes of Hughes Dental just keep on coming. And if you're thinking about creating your best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. Again, she is a five-star rated dentist. I said five-star. And in Minnesota, she's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists through the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Her patient, Nicole, had this to say about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. I had the absolute best experience with Dr. Amy Hughes and her team. They are incredible. I came in wanting to improve my smile, and their work was flawless. They listened to my needs and concerns and tailored my treatment plan appropriately. I'm obsessed with my new smile. I wish I'd done this sooner. I jumped on the Google too. Here's what Shannon said about her experience. Hughes Dental is amazing. I always feel that my dental needs are met in an efficient and professional way and that Dr. Hughes and Jackie truly care about their patients. I really appreciate the attention to detail and fancy technology that they have also. Thanks for all you do, Dr. Hughes. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. Be sure to let them know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Time to get caught up with the big entertainment stories of the day in the Dirt Alert with Dawn. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. If you've ever been jealous of going to Disney and not being able to see the amazing fireworks, well, Disney Plus subscribers, you can now watch the Disney World fireworks live at home. Uh, it's going to stream on Ooh. June 21st on Disney Plus. Harmony's Live is what it's called. Um, Adele Dazim, otherwise known as your real name, <laughs> Idina Menzel, will be hosting the event. It's going to have lights, lasers. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Pyro and of course fireworks. So this cool. is the new this is the new fireworks. Um the, they call them nighttime spectaculars at Epcot mm. um that they had worked on for well it's supposed to debut before the pandemic, but then the pandemic happened. And uh yeah so this is just Epcots that you can watch. It's it's all right. It's not my favorite. I like their old one better. But um, maybe on TV it'll translate a little bit better. In person, it's not it's not fantastic. The oh. other one was way 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 better at Epcot. But this one, I'm I'm anxious to see how they do with TV cameras and if they make I it better it'll than be it is in person. Yeah, on TV, I I was just loved loved it because I didn't see the old one. 
Uh-oh. I just saw the one where we went last year, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, there was... They did The Lion King and uh, Mulan and all the different Disney things with projectors and things mm-hmm. that come out of the lake at Epcot. I don't know. I I liked it, but I'm just a small girl from from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I've, I've never seen fireworks before. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I really did. Uh, I like the I laser couldn't remember. part of it. I, I couldn't remember. I know half of, the, I, half of our group it was liked it, up. and I couldn't remember what you Plus, uh, we were separated, and it was like, where are the, where's that? And plus, the, the vantage point, you need to make sure and get. Mm-hmm. Some people sit there for two hours to get the best spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In advance, it's crazy. And it's kind of like watching a football game, I imagine, that these fireworks will feel like. Because, uh, you know, sometimes you don't have the best seats and you have to see things from a distance. But with the, hopefully the way they capture this will be really nice and they have good cameras, I'm sure. Because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're trying to take a picture of a firework, it's the worst. It is. Um, concert so. videos. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one ever watches concert videos after you take them on your phone. No. No one ever do does. Do Unless it? you've Just... been Rickrolled now, There's, uh, <laughs> which happened. Yeah. All right. So um, somebody needed to tell Brittany that we all love Kelly Clarkson because <clears throat> she's been gone out of the world of, you know, we love Kelly. Nobody, yeah. everybody loves Kelly Clarkson because right. uh, Brittany posted before she deleted her Instagram oh, yeah. uh, this week. Uh, she posted um, a clip of Kelly Clarkson, a very young Kelly Clarkson in 2007 on a radio show. I recognize this guy. He's a morning radio dude. It's been around forever. Anyway, they were questioning her about Brittany's behavior. This was a time when she shaved her head and didn't have shoes on and was going into the convenience store and, you know, had all of her freakouts. And Kelly, I don't think that she responded that badly. She just said, what if she's just doing all this to get press for her new album? Maybe she's going to say, just kidding, at the end. Brittany posted that and said, you know, um, because it'd be really funny if she was just like, just kidding. I mean, just think about it. Um, And... Brittany didn't like that, and so she put up a clip of this old clip. Now, Kelly Clarkson loves Brittany. So Kelly responded by singing Womanizer in the Kelly Oki on her show, which I have a clip of. It's pretty Ooh. good. Ooh, So Brittany thinks that Kelly is against her and Kelly's not against her. Kelly's not against her. She's like, Mm. I love Brittany. And then she was like, I'm going to sing this song. I mean, it sounds like something we would have said. Like, what if this was all just because she needs some attention? She's like, ha ha. And she mentioned, like, she hasn't done any press for this album yet. And I wonder, wouldn't it be great if she was just like, hey, I'm just kidding. That's all she said. Yeah. It's just like, all right, well. And then Probably there was... why she's not on Instagram right now, Brittany. Maybe she's just. I need a break. Well, and revisiting. when you sit al- when you sit alone in a in a in a home or wherever, and you tell yourself stories, yeah, you know, maybe she's telling herself Kelly's against me. Kelly's against me. So when you sit around, sit around and mur, 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 and yeah. think people are against you, 
There's so. another reason why she might have deleted it. Mm-hmm. People are speculating because um, she posted a video of uh, like family issues. It was something. Um, there were some comments after a video she posted that her mom put up where she said, are you her mom? Lynn put, are you kidding me? Because it was like a video of sibling rivalry, some type of like incident that was a clip between a family oh. and Brittany was like, why doesn't your family just let her be? Um, there and was another thing with Brian. Media? Yeah. So her brother wasn't invited to the wedding. She made that known mm-hmm. on social media this week. And um, somebody asked him, why don't you just let her be? And he, his response was, she can't even make a dinner reservation. And so she yeah. had some comments about that. It's just yeah, a whole thing. Your- yeah, you're sitting in your Vegas house telling yourself stories that aren't true about people. That's true. So, so. you know, she's just had a lot of turmoil. She'll probably come back. Hello. She'll probably come back on Instagram. She's deleted her Instagram three times. So yeah. She'll be back after her honeymoon. <laughs> when we come back, everybody, Friday means forced movie reviews. Last week, Alexis assigned me Christian Slater and Stephen Dorff and... Academy Award nominee Tara Reid in Alone in the Dark from 2005. I'll give you my review, and then I will uh, assign Dawn a rom-com, a very special one when we come back. Outside of talking to you two for three hours, Monday through Friday, my other favorite person to talk to is my therapist. Yeah, I know I'm good, Jason, but I don't have a psychology degree. Hey, Don, you know where you can get one. St. Mary's University of Minnesota. You can earn your Bachelor of Science in Applied Psychology, and it's fully online. Really? Yes, and you can complete it in as few as two years. It's also a degree completion program with a generous transfer policy. I've heard there is such a demand for careers in counseling and social services, school psychology and human resources, a degree in applied psychology could provide the foundational knowledge needed to start in these careers. The best part of St. Mary's is its heart. Faculty and staff get to know you and become your allies on your educational journey. That's right, Don. Go to smumn.edu or use my talk keyword, St. Mary's. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. This, this, this. Uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, uh, right here on my talk. It is Friday, June seventeenth. Keyword Friday, and that means forced movie review Friday. Yes. Every week, the three of us watch a movie in a genre that we hate. Lex hates horror movies. Dawn hates rom coms or romances, and I hate action movies. Um, last week, Alexis assigned me Alone in the Dark from two thousand five. Um, with Christian Slater, Stephen Dorff, and SAG Award winner Tara Reid. <laughs> um, this is uh, based, first, there's a couple foundational things I would like to say. Okay. First, this is uh, based on a video game, uh-huh. and not uh, an especially good video game. And uh, I would also like to say that it's considered by several critics to be one of the worst films ever made. And there's a link to that quote on the Wikipedia page, which (laughs) I knew I was in trouble when uh, I saw that. It also holds a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, (laughs) thought it was 2%. Okay. It's a 1%. So, um, so there's foundationally what you need to know. 
Um, I think that this movie looks like it was from the 90s. The fact that this was in 05 is shocking to me because the acting, the special effects, which I will get to, and the overall look of this movie was something out of maybe 94, 95. Um, Christian Slater plays this guy that was in an orphanage. And while he was in an orphanage, he was implanted with um, like a, <sighs> he was implanted with a little demon. Oh. Little, uh, not a demon, but a, looked like the little alien, little, like a squiggly, look like sperm. Uh, but it's an alien and it connects to your spine. So it was injected to him. Now, you don't know that. Um, spoiler alert if you're going to watch oh, this. Oh, right. <laughs> but, uh, so, like a, a creature. Like an alien. It attaches to your spine. Okay. Yeah, it's a creature. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and so it, 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 it's a, you know, he realizes in this orphanage that crazy oh. crap has happened. Uh-huh. Well, he's now, this is present day, and he's a paranormal investigator. And he works okay. for an area of the government. Uh, it's like a, a, a agent four thirteen or something like Project four thirteen. It's a it's a secret agency that investigates paranormal s for the government seven thirteen. And he has a nightmare about this alien, this alien creature as a kid, and he is researching these uh, this extinct. Uh, Native American tribe, uh, the Abkani. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. No, this sounds like it's. And for 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 whatever reason, the Abkani disappeared. Like, and then it starts with a. I let me tell you, it starts with a damn crawl, like a like a Star Wars crawl, but a horrible one that goes oh, on for like oh. seven minutes. <gasps> oh, that's a lot to take in. A lot of info yeah. dump there. Yeah, and they tell you about the Abkani. And the Abkhani, they these folks just disappear like ten thousand years ago. Okay. But there are these artifacts <laughs> that are all over the place that you find out again. Spoiler alert: opens the doorway to another dimension, and on the other side of this dimension are these creatures. And remember, these are the the baby creature that was implanted in. Christian Slater's butthole is now there. There's oh, a whole no. dimension of them and they're sleeping. They're all in this dimension. They're all in this world and they're sleeping. It's like a really crappy upside down. Um, Tara Reed is uh, his like paranormal buddy. They end up sleeping together in one of the worst sex scenes I've ever seen. Oh no. And her acting now I've I've queued this up. Now this is what I will also say. <laughs> this is another foundational thing that I left off. Um, Alexis was kind of correct. This is available on Amazon, kinda. Oh really? It's what a, happened? Yeah, it's available on Amazon via this thing called Freezy or Streamsies or something. <laughs> which oh is, no! Which is some like Dollar General streaming cousin of Amazon, like a partner where you have to sit through commercials. Oh, so (laughs) the indignity of watching this is made Mm -hmm. more horrible. What kind of commercials? 
of like um, hemorrhoids and okay. um, anal, you know, just all yeah. of these horrible commercials that will never run. Anywhere Never else. would make it in on CBS <laughs> or anything. Well, I mean, considering he was inserted with the creature. Mm-hmm. You know. So now they're in a cave. <laughs> they're in this. This is this is about twenty. This is about a forty minutes in the movie. Tara Reed. They're all in this cave hunting these artifacts, and now they're uh, they've unlocked the dimension and they're trapped in this cave. And the creatures, the adult creatures, are coming. And here's a little bit of Tara Reed's fantastic dialogue reading. Here's just. It's a warning. What's a warning? It says once you make it down here alive, you're already dead. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Tara Reed. Um, oh. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, these creatures. So I made a note. Um, I made a couple notes. Um, where's my phone? Um, the first note that I wrote is uh, Clash of the Titans um, because the creatures look like Harry Hamlin battled them in Clash of the Titans oh. because they look like claymation. I but was they're say not. that's a long time ago. But they're not claymation. They're computer generated, but um, anybody could have made better graphics than this. Uh, they're horrible. Students. Yeah. And then the other thing that I wrote down is there, the government, the 713 agency is surrounding this area where uh, one of the portals is. And the women, the women that are on this team, they're in full tactical gear. But every time they do a close up of any of the women, and I wrote makeup and I realized why I wrote makeup, they're in full going out makeup. Like all of the women in these warrior outfits. They have full rouge. They have eyeshadow. They have lashes. Um, one, and I'm not joking, has lipstick. And they're in full army gear. But yet, they had time they had to put on. Squad. They had their MAC cosmetic team get them ready for oh, war no. against the butthole aliens. Oh so, gosh. anyway. Was the sex scene any good? I mean, do you no, see any horrible. skin? Is it just he said it was one of the worst he's they, ever seen. They keep their uniforms horrible. on, or okay. No, let's just, I just don't want to see Tara Reid have sex, and <laughs> I didn't even want to see Christian Slater have sex, and he was good looking in 05. Steven Dorf is horrible. They're shooting, um, you know, they're these things crawl like worms, and they're in the sand, and they're shooting, and you can tell that the three of them just want to get their work day over. They're barely acting. Um, so one sacrifices themselves. Steven Dorf throws a bomb and then blows up uh, the cave, and they think it's all good. Tara Reed and Christian Slater crawl from the storm shelter, and I'm not making that up. This all takes place in a storm shelter. They crawl from the storm shelter, and they're walking on the abandoned streets of L.A., but if you look closely, they obviously couldn't afford to clear the city or get a permit. Because no. if you look closely, you can see people with their bagels uh, for lunch. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not concerned. No. Oh, um, no. And, and again, spoiler alert, just when you think it's safe to walk down the abandoned streets of L.A., uh-huh. um, uh, there is a creature that runs up behind them. And then the movie ends. And... Uh, the worst credit music I've ever heard starts playing. And here's a little bit of this horrible, horrible song. So here we go. This is the very end. It was the abandoned. 
Alone in the Dark, 2005. Watch it on Streamsies, Frenzies, uh, whatever. There's a sequel. Freezies. Yeah, free, there's a sequel, too, that I heard is actually better than part one. Oh. Uh, oh. Whole new cast, but yeah. So there we go. Alone in the Dark. Yay. When we come back, uh, huh, this will be fun. My rom-com uh, assignment for Dawn when we return. <laughs> With your and now on Jason and Alexis in the Morning... A message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. You want to be in great company? Come on along to the place where you belong. has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Wrapping things up on this Friday. Don't forget today at 3, uh, Lori and Julia's 20th anniversary extravaganza. We're going to celebrate the girls and all that they've done for the station. Uh, some surprise guests, um, some great memories, clips, surprises, some champagne. I don't know. Uh, that's all today at 3. Don't miss it. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. This, this, this. That's right. So uh, I just reviewed Alone in the Dark, and that means it's my turn uh, to assign uh, Dawn a rom-com because Dawn doesn't like Rom-coms are... into thinking it's an action movie and it ends up being a romance. That's mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is one that uh, popped in my mind a couple weeks ago. And I don't know why. I wish I were to, would have wrote, written down why this one popped in my <laughs> mind. But I thought, oh, and I had not thought about this movie in many, 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 many years. Um, but it's funny on so many levels. <laughs> Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very funny and appropriate. So here we go. Here's the trailer for Dawn's assignment, and it's from 1980. And I don't even need to say the title, it'll oh. become very obvious um, <laughs> at the beginning of the trailer. Ooh. What am I? I'm Papa, the sailor. And I am what I am, what I am, what I am, what I am, and that's all that I am, because I am what I am. Uh, you got it? I think so, yeah. And I've got a lot of mumbo and I only got one eye and I never heard nobody so I'll never tell a lie. Talk to me bottom from the bottom to me top. That's the way it is to the day that I drop. What am I? What am I? I am what I am! That's only baby. You're a baby. It says here right there, right? <laughs> Robin Williams. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. <laughs> In Popeye. That's right. From 1980, uh, one of uh, Robin Williams' uh, biggest disasters from director Robert Altman, the big screen adaptation of Popeye. 
So oh, a- you think you can make fun of me just because I'm a woman? Well, <laughs> do you nice. like this movie? I love it. Oh no! I love this movie. Um, oh, that great. between Jeez. so um, I saw it. I would have been in first grade, and uh, we went to the movie theater, and that was the last time my w- mom went to see a movie. Between that and Titanic, <gasps> that was the time frame in between. Fun fact: What was that like? Sixteen years? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, but I do love this movie. I think he's oh, okay. really good in it. Oh, oh, well, you got a backup. I haven't seen it in a long time, <laughs> no, but you got a fine. backup one. No, go ahead because uh, okay. let's see if it hold, will turn it into. Does this oh, okay. hold up? It's okay. available for free on YouTube Movies, by the way. Oh. You don't even yeah, just oh go to gosh. Popeye YouTube Movies, and they're not even charging for it. It's just free. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not wow. kidding. I'm I starting really to watch it flop? right now. I mean, I was a kid, it, so it's like, of course, yeah, I loved it. it. Yeah, it didn't do well. It didn't do well. I mean, and it was, uh, I remember seeing it, too, in the theaters. It was the but, first movie I saw. Oh, really? In the movie oh, theaters. Wow. Yeah. At the oh. theater. Well, yeah, we'll turn this into Does It Hold Up <laughs> okay. instead of Forced Movie Review. Yeah. I hate to be so truthful about this. I no. should have lied, but... No, no. <laughs> go ahead. No, it, it'll be interesting to see if it... I haven't seen it since I was a kid, so... Because um, it got ripped, raked over the coals by critics. Oh. So maybe maybe we'll rediscover it for... Maybe we'll uh, um, uh, not rectify it. We'll redeem it. Maybe it's yeah. not as... Because it is it is Robin Williams and it's Robert Altman. So both... Talent and Shelley Duvall as olive oil. That's who Dawn was imitating. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably couldn't tell. Yeah, no, I'm you know I'm saying for the youngins that don't know Shelley, poor Shelley Duvall. But uh, yeah, okay, wow. this is. I'm it actually, did get a 57 percent um, audience score, 39 percent. Mm, 39 for audience. Yeah, the yeah. audience did not like it. No, I mean I'm looking. I mean. Robin's a good Popeye. I'm looking. I mean, his arm, that arm uh, prosthetic was a little weird. <laughs> that was weird. It looked so cool when I was in first grade, but maybe yeah. it will be a turd. Yeah. It looks like he got stung by a bee. <laughs> <in his arms. laughs> maybe the so. script is terrible. Yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. You'll definitely be watching with different lens because, uh-huh. yeah, it's probably just all. And it's a musical, too. So that adds a whole. Oh, that's I've a never whole seen other, this. Oh, it's yeah. it's something. I know MC and, will watch it with me because his his favorite character, like cartoon character, is Popeye. It he is. like collects Popeye oh, stuff. Fun fact. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. And by the way, the the nephews are not in this. Um, none of the nephews are in oh, this. Oh, wait, we mean uh, Popeye and Popeye, 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 That little baby is though. The the baby the is cute yeah. baby. The little baby is, but the rest are uh, the rest are not not on there. They're not in the movie. So remember when we found that out? Oh man! Yeah, that he had nephews. Pipai, Pipai, Poopai, Popeye. It was our answer for everything for <laughs> at least a month. Yeah, that's true. Well, speaking of memories, again, don't forget to watch and celebrate with Laura. Watch Jason. Listen today at three uh, for the twentieth anniversary celebration of Lori and Julia. But right now, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a great Friday, great weekend. We love you so much, and congratulations on. 20 years, Lori and Julia, Don and Steve up next. Bye for now.